Welcome to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show airs every Wednesday from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW and is unlike anything that you have ever heard. Love from the Hip was created to help people to help themselves. On this show, I will be spotlighting people from across the globe who are making a difference helping people in their own unique way. I may also be following up with people I have hypnotized for their life issues on a special edition of Love from the Hip available at lovefromthehip.com or on YouTube on the Love from the Hip channel. Collectively, we can all make a difference, and it begins with love, love from the hip. If you have listened to my previous shows, you may have noticed a common thread. The people I am interviewing are doing what they were created to do. They fell into their purpose, but not by mistake. There were signs for each and every one of them along the way, and it was when they started listening and not resisting that they became on path. And the more they went inside, the more in touch they became outside with their reality. Essentially, by being in vibration of allowance, they all became on path to their purpose. There is a lot of anxiety these days around whether or not you are doing what you should be doing. Many may view this as a midlife crisis. Time and time again, my clients have held high-income careers for years and then tell me how unhappy they really are. And when I ask them what they would rather be doing, they can't seem to answer that question. It's no wonder this happens because many of us get caught up in the amount of money we will be earning instead of whether or not it is our true passion. Or we continue in careers that we just get stuck in and stay in out of convenience. Confucius said, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. If you are having trouble trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up, or if you are struggling to find your path to purpose, I encourage you to revisit your childhood and see what fascinated you then. What called to you? Chances are it is still trying to call to you, but you have shut it out due to money, feeling stuck, feeling too old, or maybe not having the courage to change. To that I say, you will never really know until you find out. You will always feel stuck unless you try to raise your vibration. And you're only too old when you have moved on from this lifetime. Today I will be interviewing educational kinesiologist, Tomatis practitioner, and learning styles instructor, Margaret Underwood. She will share with you all the modalities that she teaches and uses with her clients, as well as how they work. She will also share how she came to be where she is today by following a passion she had from the age of five. So stick around after this quick break. Peach Buzz is great, if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing educational kinesiologist, Tomatis practitioner, and learning styles instructor, Margaret Underwood. Hi, Margaret. Thank you for being here. Hi, Sakura. Thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) Absolutely. So I like to ask everyone that comes on my show how they got onto their spiritual path. So what life event for you first instigated where you are today? Well, when I was a child, I used to have these experiences only when I was outside in nature where everything would dissolve into light and I would just become light. Hmm. And I guess that was the first step. To being on your path? Yeah. Yeah, it stopped when I was about 15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So we're going to get into all the modalities that you facilitate. Mm -hmm. Um, But first I want to ask you if dance was a driving factor for studying these modalities? Well, I studied a peculiar form of creative dance from when I was about five years until I finished university. I taught the dance to small children to pay my way through university. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a form of dance that was created by a 
by a teacher of, from Austria who had um, who felt that the education system really um, suppressed children's creativity in a real sense. And so she wanted to create a form of movement or a, a dance form that would help children to become more creative. Mm-hmm. And I think that did have a really powerful effect on, I mean, it was a powerful impact on who I was. Right. When I was little, most little girls learned ballet or tap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those were your two options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you also came to learn that this type of dance also became a language in a sense, right? It was like a form of communication. Yeah. She had this idea that um, she only used really good quality classical music and, mm-hmm. and some modern music, but mostly classical. And so we, to teach children a movement vocabulary, she took small snatches of a classical piece and created just an exercise that would teach a child how to open their body or do a back bend mm. or move in rhythm to the music. Yeah. And you learned exercises depending on your age group Okay, uh, that would develop just that. So you developed a movement, a language of movement. Mm-hmm. And then the end of the class, you listened to a piece of music that you'd never heard before, and then you were expected to create a dance that had huh. a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay. So that it, when you were older, you could walk out on a stage and dance, and it would look as if the piece had been choreographed. Wow. What a way to support a child's creativity, right? Mm, and allowing powerful. them to just, and be confident in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. So do you believe that physical movement then of the body is a language in itself? Yes, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really, you know, I teach um, Reiki to people and at the second degree level there are symbols that you learn. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, one thing that I always do with my students is get them to draw those symbols really big and then to step into them and experience it on a, on a kinesthetic, on a physical level. Physical level, okay. And so, and they notice that there's a difference between how those three symbols feel. I mean, everybody notices that there's a difference. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when I stand in the first symbol, I feel this. When I stand in the second one, I feel this. And gee, when I stand in the third one, I feel something completely different. Mm. And so I always say to people, you know, that's interesting, isn't it? That just by making a movement, you create a flow of energy. Mm. So Mm -hmm. how we move in the world, our physical movement in the world, creates energy. Mm Mm-hmm. A flow of energy. I mean, I study Aikido as well, and my sensei last week was just saying, this past week, that, um, you know, to be aware of the rhythm in the body, the rhythm in the room, the rhythm in your your opponent. Yeah. Yeah. That everything has a rhythm, huh. whether it's the sword that you're holding, the staff that you're holding, everything yeah. has a rhythm. That make, completely makes sense, and just a mm-hmm. vibration of energy, right? That's right. So, it's yeah. what you're going to sense first from a person before they even open their mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So do you think a lot that people can tell a lot about what's going on in their life by how their body is moving or not moving? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Body hit contains a lot of wisdom. And, you know, we've grown up in a society that because of our church history and, and the things that happened as we've, we've moved through the centuries, that we haven't honoured necessarily the wisdom of the body the way that perhaps we did once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've come to it, we ignore it. Yeah. Perhaps to, to a degree. And when you say story, is that ancestral as well, or what do you believe? How, how do you mean? Is, is the body storing ancestral stories as well, or do you believe Absolutely. it's... Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so how do you dictate, or how can you tell... Which How is your you story? Which is which yours? Is, yeah. <laughs> I guess you have to to listen. You yeah. have to learn to listen. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think enough people pay attention, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you definitely have quite the education with a BA in philosophy and religion, mm-hmm. and a postgraduate in accounting and teaching. Very diverse. Mm-hmm. Do you or do you feel like you have um, fulfilled everything that you wanted to with all of these studies? That's a tricky question. <laughs> I mean, what was the draw with? Well, I think the draw with philosophy and religious studies was that I wanted to understand how things worked, mm-hmm. you know, on a on a fundamental level. And then, of course, I come from a family of businessmen 
and accountants. I and see, so that's where that came It's from. like, okay, what are you going to do? Become a nun? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I, a friend of mine told me about this course that you could get into if you had good enough marks. Yeah. Where you did a four year Bachelor of Commerce, it was called in New Zealand. Um, and you did the four years in just one year. Okay. And so I thought, well, I could donate one year of my life to my family. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. One year of service. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So I came out with an accounting qualification. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so were they upset that you didn't further that along as far as accounting goes? I mean, you didn't become a nun, so. No, I didn't become <laughs> an accountant either. Yeah. No, I guess my family have always had a little difficulty understanding, you know, who I am or what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we come into our families for a reason, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I understand that you are an educational kinesiologist. Mm-hmm. What exactly does that mean? So an educational kinesiologist works with movement to help people to overcome learning blockages. It could be um, emotional issues. Really, it's just about anything you can help people with. Um, it could be health issues. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I work with people who've had strokes um, just to help them to increase their range of movement. Uh, sometimes I, I work a lot training teachers and how to use movement in classrooms mm-hmm. to help with learning and to help children who may be um, under a lot of stress or functioning with a lot of trauma mm-hmm. to enable them to simply, you know, kids really want to learn. I mean, that's a right. fundamental, I think a fundamental thing in human beings is we all want to learn. Mm-hmm. But often they've they've experienced so much trauma or they have so much stress in their lives that they can't actually get into the room to be present enough to learn. Mm. So with movement, you can help children to actually be fully present so they're able to focus on what's in front of them rather than what's in their head or what's in... So how does that work then with a child that may be suffering from ADHD? It will help children with ADHD as well, yeah, because it helps the child to calm themselves and also to regain control of their own behavior. Mm-hmm. So what would be something typical that you would do? So one of the great um, movements for children with ADD or any child that's suffering from um, trauma or stress is mm-hmm. to get them to sit in hookups, which is basically to cross their feet at the ankles, put your fingertips underneath your armpits with your thumbs out. So you've mm-hmm. got your right hand under your left armpit, left hand under your right armpit and the tip of the tongue on the roof of the mouth behind the front teeth. And then I just ask the child to simply focus on their breath mm. and to just notice that they're breathing. Mm-hmm. And gradually, it may take a little bit of time, like could take four or five minutes if yeah. a child's very distressed. But for most children, in not, not very long at all, they'll actually calm down oh, wow. and recenter themselves. And it's so easy to do. And once they've learned how to do it, they love it. Yeah. And they'll use it themselves. Why does that work? Why does that work? Yeah. What are you What are, what you, are you pressing on? What okay. You... So, so what you're doing by crossing over your central midline, you're bringing yourself back to your center. Okay. The tip of the tongue on the roof of the mouth behind the front teeth helps the thinking and feeling parts of the brain to communicate. Mm-hmm. So often when we're under stress or we are distressed, the prefrontal cortex, the front part of your brain, the decision maker just kind of shuts down and goes off on holiday or something. It gets disconnected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. While the back part of the brain it's takes so over bad. and runs the show. <laughs> maybe not the best part of the brain to have in charge. So it just helps to recenter and bring people back into, into their center and into being able to think clearly about a situation. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. Mm. Wow. Mm. Well, that's fascinating. Kids love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy for them to do. Very easy. Yeah. Easy to remember. I've seen, I've heard teachers tell me about five-year-olds who've used it on the playground to stop a fight. Wow. You know, because if you sit in that posture, anybody within about 25 feet around you will calm down. So you're a reset button, basically, for everyone else. Yeah, because, you know, I think what it does is it brings your heart back into a coherent Mm -hmm. um function mm-hmm. and that because your heart's electromagnetic field extends off you about 26 feet oh wow yeah and it's our hearts electromagnetic fields that resonate together uh-huh. so if my heart's field is calm 
then the people around me will calm down. Wow. I use it on planes when there's turbulence. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That works too, right? Yeah, yeah, because people get agitated. Yeah, calms everybody calms down. Calms everyone down. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to take a quick break, but when we when we come back, I'm going to get back into um, you as a learning styles instructor. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at SakuraSkinAndMind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Alternative Talk 1150 Local Talk for the Body, Mind, and Soul Welcome back to Love from the Hip I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter And remember to tune in every Wednesday at 2pm to 3pm right here on KKNW Today I have the pleasure of interviewing educational kinesiologist Tomatis practitioner and learning styles instructor, Margaret Underwood. And before the break, Margaret was going over with us some hookups, as they're called. And so I want to ask, I know you were talking about how they work well for children, especially with ADHD and even doing it on airplanes. How does it work in other ways for adults or what what else can it Well, I've taught it to businessmen, you know, business people who um, I say to them, you know, if you're in a meeting and things are getting a bit hot under the collar and you want to stay calm and think clearly, you can easily sit with your feet crossed and maybe your hands just crossed at the wrist in your lap, Mm -hmm. tip of the tongue on the roof of the mouth. And then when you're ready to speak, you move into the second part of hookups, which is just put your feet flat on the floor, your fingertips together and say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. 
and I've had very good feedback. People who say, you know, that was amazing. People couldn't believe that I didn't <laughs> lose my temper. I uh-huh. never shouted at anybody in that meeting. I, wow. you know, I was able to think clearly. I came up with a creative solution, yeah. which is what can happen as well. With okay. It. Yeah, because I bet a lot of these people, when you're telling them what to do, they're like, what? Really? Yeah. That works? Mm-hmm. As I'm sitting here right now with my ankles crossed and my fingers together, so what does that say? <laughs> so, I think in many cases it's quite a natural position for people to sit in. Okay. But it really does help to resolve trauma. Yeah. I mean, I've done this at accident sites where, you know, some somebody's been in a car accident and mm-hmm. I've just quietly crossed their feet at the ankles and crossed their hands yeah. and held their forehead with one hand. And I've had people from... You know, the medical people stop and say to me, and I say, well, perhaps I should leave. No, no. It's working. The person is calm. There's nothing I can do until the ambulance arrives. Please don't stop. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Because mm. <laughs> it just calms people down. Well, and helpful. The, the best thing is to experiment. I mean, right. It's so easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of people to experiment on. Yeah. Or just experiment on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you're also a learning style instructor. Mm -hmm. Um, What does that mean? Well, for many years I've worked with a model uh, that looks at how people learn, children, adults, with respect to 22 different elements. So looking at how does the environment affect you? How do things, uh, do you like to work or learn in a group or on your own? Um, So there are, in that that, um, 22 elements, not all of them affect every person, right? Okay. So usually it's about 7 to 15 Why is elements. it 22? Just according to the research that's being done around the model. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I trained teachers for many years on how to uh, implement that in a classroom so that every child was able to learn because our traditional education system really caters for the needs of about 28% of the population. Wow, so about okay. 28% of the population do quite well at school. Mm-hmm. And then there's a group of kids who kind of, you know, they struggle through and they kind right. of get there. And then there are the kids who schools, the school environment and the way material is presented doesn't suit them at all and they don't do well at all at school. Mm. So just to be able to have like I've had children who were previously truanting, running to the classroom to see what was going to happen today. Wow! So <laughs> no, that's a that's big, remarkable. That's a big turnaround. Yeah. So to enable children to want say, to be there, yeah, to yeah. want to be there and to understand that maybe it's there's nothing wrong, wrong with, with them. Me. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. It's just that I learn differently. I mean, yeah. it was a revelation for me. I come from a family of people who are very single task focused. Mm-hmm. I am not. I yeah. always read. I always read about five or six books at the same time. And people, my my family would say to me, "There's something wrong with you." Wow. When, I, when I found this, I was just like, "There's nothing wrong with me." <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the majority, actually. Exactly. It's just that you guys run the show. <laughs> wow, wow, that's really interesting to find out. Mm-hmm. So, um, I understand that you also use brain gym. To mm-hmm. enhance learning, what is Brain Gym? Brain Gym is a set of 26 movements that have been um, developed to help people with specific things in terms of learning. Mm-hmm. So um, hookups is one of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there are, t- uh, are others, of course. Yeah. Uh, and so you can use them in different circumstances according to what you're attempting to teach or do in the classroom. So you do this in schools then yeah. primarily? Primarily. And is this in university as well? or? Um, I don't think I've taught it in university, no. no. But certainly, I mean, it's usable. But right. the thing is that most of the people who go to universities mm-hmm. are people who've been successful in the systems. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They're, they're beyond the 28%. So. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Hmm. So what is Tomatis? So Tomatis is um, a method using um, sound. It was developed by an ear, nose and throat um, specialist in France, Dr. Alfred Tomatis, about mm-hmm. 70 years ago. Wow. And he, his father was an opera singer and he um, had a lot of clients who were opera singers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of opera singers find their voice um, after a while becomes affected and mm-hmm. changes as they age. <clears throat> so he developed a machine that would actually, um, he, well, let me go back, sorry. He 
came to understand that the you cannot produce a sound that you can't hear. And so he developed a way of testing the listening capacity mm-hmm. and the auditory processing function in the brain. And then using mostly Mozart, a way of changing that and optimizing auditory processing in hmm. the brain. So Tomatis is a, you put a set of headphones on, you listen to music that's gated and filtered. It comes through air and bone conduction through the headset. Mm-hmm. And it can have a pretty profound impact on people. Do you need to have good hearing in order for that to work? Or? Nope. My mum is 96 years old and um, I have put, have put her through the tomatoes training. Yeah. After the first 20 hours, and she has quite poor hearing, after the first 20 hours it was like she woke up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like she had been asleep for a while and she wow. became more alert and interacting and uh, and I actually after a few months thought her hearing had improved uh-huh. but I did take her in to have her hearing checked and it had not improved but I think she was processing what she could hear right. more effectively. Huh. And what does it work for? What would you why would you use that? Why would you use that? Well anybody who is seeking to access more of their potential as a human being might want to use it. Huh. Uh, if you have a child with... So that's everyone. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. If, if you had a child with Asperger's, autistic child, ADD, ADHD, any of those labels that have been put on children, mm-hmm. you would probably find that it could have quite a profound yeah. effect. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think Tomatis found that he could cure about fifty percent of autistic cases. Wow, that's mm. incredible. Mm. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm going to jump into all the other modalities that you do. On this weekly skinny, I would like to talk about exfoliation. Can you over exfoliate the skin? And is there damage done to the skin by over exfoliating? The answers are yes and yes. There is still a widespread belief that everyone should be exfoliating their skin and doing it constantly. The problem with this is what most people think is dead skin cells that cause the skin to look dull and prevent the skin from breathing by clogging up the follicles are actually the mature functional cells of the skin. They are actually there for a purpose. I won't get all technical with you, but there are four layers of the epidermis and they are only 0.1 millimeters to 0.2 millimeters thick, which isn't very thick at all. Each layer has a purpose, including photoprotection, hydration, and regular protection for overall skin health and wellness. So when you are constantly exfoliating the skin, you are tearing down what the skin is totally dependent on. So how does one exfoliate safely and should one exfoliate at all? The answer is yes, and it can be done safely. Soft chemical peels are one way, done by a skin professional, and I'm talking about low-grade TCA, alpha, beta, and hydroxy acids, to name a few. If you are using a granular exfoliant, you want to make sure the particles used to exfoliate are spherical, so they do not tear the skin. This is definitely not St. Ives. But instead, a clinical-grade exfoliant recommended by a skincare professional. The exfoliant should also be barely felt. If you need help choosing the right exfoliant for you, you can email me at sakura at sakuraskinandmind.com or call 206-730-7429. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. 
Save by the Scan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Alternative Talk 1150. Talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to Love from the Hips. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing educational kinesiologist, Tomatis practitioner and learning styles instructor, Margaret Underwood. And so before the break, we were talking about Tomatis, and now I'd like to get into your balance sessions. If you could tell us a little bit more about those. Sure. Um, so the, a, a balance is essentially a five-step process that I, I use, and the five steps are based around the way that we naturally learn as human beings. Mm-hmm. So we get ready for new learning. We set a goal or an intention we do some activities so that the client and I can both understand where they are in respect to that goal mm-hmm. in that moment. And then we do some new learning. That's the fourth step. And that new learning comes from the menu of possibilities that I have from all the modalities that I've studied. And then we go back and revisit the goal and the pre-activities and both of us, the client and myself, get an opportunity to notice that that has made a difference for them. So how quickly does a person notice that they're more balanced? Well, pretty much when I get to step five, hopefully they <laughs> okay. notice if, wow, if so the balance is right then. Yeah. 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 It's a, I think that's one thing I love about it is it is so powerful and so quick. And where did it come from? It comes from educational kinesiology. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so for people that are already limited in movement, can it still help them? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And correct? Can it correct something that they've never been able to, like, fully extend their arm? Or... It could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd, I never know. That's the thing. I mean, it's okay. like an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I don't know what the outcome will be with yeah. a person. But certainly looking at working with people who've had strokes. Yes. And usually I have never yet been able to work with somebody who only recently had a stroke. They okay. usually people come to me after three, five or more years. Right. After the stroke. So they've reached the point where, you know, the normal medical things is that there's no more, nothing more can be done. For right. Them. And then we, we notice a difference. And they regain hope. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's a great privilege. And so it is something that obviously has to be done in person, can't be done remotely? Uh, actually, yes, I can balance people. I do uh, quite a number of balances via Skype. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so how do you think that works then with you being remote? <laughs> I think that we're all one. So it's yeah. just like instead of you being like right there in front of me, mm-hmm. you just happen to be in a different place. But that doesn't mean that you're any further yeah, than uh, you were. apart from me than you are if you're standing in front of me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that a person's negative self-talk or self-limiting beliefs and programs can throw a person off balance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what else do you see that throws people, people off. off balance. Well, sometimes I think their diet might throw them diet. off balance. Okay. And also just the amount of stress that they're under. I think yeah. that's the major thing today. Do you see people um, release emotion when you're working on them in the balance sessions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's yep. quite Absolutely. frequent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. And often the thing is that people can come to me very stressed and, mm-hmm. and you know, or just constantly crying. And by the end of the balance, they've, they've recentered, they're stable, and they're not crying, and wow. they feel able to cope. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're also a labyrinth facilitator. What exactly is that? <laughs> okay, so... Uh, She's a... got all sorts of things <laughs> up her sleeve. <laughs> so, a labyrinth is a unicursal maze, so it's not... It, it has one pathway that goes to the center and then returns. You return out by mm-hmm. that same pathway. So there isn't a choice. You don't have to worry about getting lost. So a labyrinth, labyrinths have been used by all cultures across time, essentially. And what, what they can be used for, and I think are used for a lot today, is more like a meditation. You know, if you have a problem or a challenge, then you can walk in holding that challenge or problem in your mind and the walking in is almost like shedding the things that are stopping you from Hmm. um, resolving that in the center some people find resolution in the center some people the resolution comes afterwards after they've brought thing whatever they found in the center they bring it out Mm -hmm. on the pathway out to to bring it back to the world i've had people who a week later, their entire life changes wow. after doing a, a labyrinth walk. So let's get a little more specific for our listeners because you're obviously not taking them to a physical. I mean, is it like it's a physical sh- shape. shrubs and hedges? or? Oh, well, <laughs> in my case, I was yeah. really blessed. Um, quite some years ago, somebody um, gifted me a labyrinth that was made for me by a nun at the Mercy Center in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And it is about 36 feet wide. It's hand-stamped onto parachute silk. It is a copy of the labyrinth on the floor of um, Chartres Cathedral in France, which is often, it's 11 circuits, and it's often called the Christian labyrinth. Mm. And uh, so so I lay that on a floor in a hall, mm-hmm. and I take people through a process before they enter the labyrinth, and then I just guide them as they go in, they have their experience, they come out. I do a little more to bring closure and mm-hmm. give them the opportunity to discuss or to talk about what happened for them. Yeah, their experience. Their experience. And then sometimes I give them a copy of the labyrinth to take home. They can then continue to trace it with their finger. Oh, wow. Mm. And then how does it work for children? Do you do you use it for children? I do use it for children, and that's always fascinating to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a teacher who had uh, five-year-olds and she um, got them all to hold hands, and she oh. le- led them into the labyrinth. And it was <laughs> it was really interesting watching them because even though it had been explained to them and they'd seen it, they could see it. Yeah. Um, obviously, it took them a while to figure out that they were actually walking a path. So the tail of the dragon was kind of waving around, and then suddenly it <laughs> locked in <laughs> to the pathway. <laughs> but no, children love it. They really love it, and it's very balancing for them. You know, children who might have had um, Problems with behaviour or mm-hmm. not to be not being able to express themselves clearly, they come out of the labyrinth balanced and find that that's easier. Yeah, yeah. So, what else would you use the labyrinth for? Um, what else? Sorts of I issues. Use it for times of. Well, f- I got married in the middle of a labyrinth, <laughs> which wow. my husband thought was a bit odd, <laughs> but then he was willing to go along with it. What was the significance of doing that? Uh, for me, because it's like one of the great symbols of my life. Mm, okay. So I, I mean, my husband sees color, sees people as colors. Oh, okay. So what I did was I laid a three-circuit labyrinth just using ribbon uh-huh. in, the, in his color and my color. Okay. And then we walked in and got were married in the center of the labyrinth and then we wow. walked out as husband and wife and were greeted by our friends at the entrance okay. to the labyrinth. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be a negative thing? Oh, no, not yeah. at all. And yeah. you've been married now for how long? Um, only eight, eight, eight years. <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. So I also understand that you work with flower essences. Mm-hmm. And so how does that work? Well, flower essences work on a vibrational level. They're mm-hmm. a bit like homeopathic um, medicine. 
But um, they were originally developed by a um, Harley Street specialist, Dr. Bache was the okay. his Bache was how you is often pronounced Bach. Bach, yeah. But um, so he um, was a specialist in England, and after many years working with people, decided realized that a lot of illnesses came from emotional issues. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he discovered how the plants guided him to create the essences, but he was the person who started. And now there are essences created everywhere. There are wonderful Pacific um, essences that are created in Victoria. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, very close to here. And what does the essence <clears throat> exactly What do the essences do? I think they work, they work on a vibrational level. Mm-hmm. They're very subtle. So you don't see, you know, like shocking shifts mm-hmm. for people. They, I, I've always found them to be very gentle and gradual in the way they shift people mm-hmm. but they bring people back into harmony and balance, balance. help to clear yeah clear things okay. that are blocking open people to their potential nice mm-hmm. awesome well we're going to have to take a quick break but when we come back we're going to jump right back in with you margaret thanks if you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425 754 6792. That's 425 754 6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425 754 6792. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood trauma, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing educational kinesiologist, tomatis practitioner, and learning styles instructor, Margaret Underwood. And so, Margaret, I have to ask you, you have not described yourself as an intuitive, 
But I feel like you have to be in this line of work or all these lines of work that you're doing. Yeah, it's probably true. (laughs) (laughs) She's so modest. (laughs) So you're you're also relying on your intuition, but also on the movement of a person's body to tell you what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's fascinating. I'm, I'm hearing from you all the different modalities that you are actually involved in and what you do. And they all seem to really encompass one thing, one common thread, and that would be balance, right? Is that what you would say? Balance and also helping people to um, unfold or discover more of their potential as a human being. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we, we don't touch, I mean, we touch so little of our capacity as right. human beings. Yeah. And that's no, what really int- interests me, to help people to become more of who they are. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I have to ask, too, um, having been raised in New Zealand, mm-hmm. is there a difference as far as here in the States as on the level of consciousness? You know, I don't know. I think here um, there are lots and lots of people who are working at very high levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's the case, too, in New Zealand. But we're just a really small population compared to you. Yeah. And so... But that said, we hit, um, our <laughs> prime minister is a, is a woman. She's not married. She's just had a baby. The country's thrilled. <laughs> He's staying home to look after the baby. She's running the country. <laughs> awesome. See, things are a little bit different. <laughs> so maybe it is a bit different. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So our, as far as um, I know that you see clients here in the States and you're, you're here quite a bit, um, do you feel like people seek you out for different things? In the States versus New Zealand? No. Same issues? Similar issues, yeah. Similar issues? Mm -hmm. Similar modalities too? Yeah. I mean, it's really the person, I mean, I believe that the person reads my energy unconsciously and knows that, that yes, I might have something that would help them Mm -hmm. and they call that out. So it's really hard to say is, do I do just this in the United States and just that in New Zealand? No, I don't. I do okay. a mixture of things Yeah, wherever I am. So how do you determine what you're going to do on a client? Because you do so many different things. Sometimes it's just I have a sense of what is needed. Mm-hmm. Other times I actually use muscle checking. Oh, okay. So I, I do ask the body directly. Oh, okay. And some people come to me specifically because I do jin shin jitsu or I do balance work or I, you know, that's what they know me for. Mm-hmm. And although often I'll weave something else in. Or, you know, after a balance, I'll give somebody flowery senses to just help to reinforce what's happened in the balance, the sh- shifts that's, that they've made. Is it kind of like a like a homework to keep yeah. it going, yeah. maintain Home it? Home play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how often do you see a client typically? Well, some people come to me once a week, but that's usually for more for bodywork sessions like Jin Shin Jitsu or Reiki. Yeah. Other people, if they're coming for balances, well, they might come... And I might not see them again for months, yeah. or I might see them again in three weeks. Okay. I never know. Right, what will happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, and sometimes you never see them again? That's right. And yeah. that's good too. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's well, really good. Yeah, I remember a 16-year-old who said, I don't need to, said to her father, I don't need to see Margaret. I know what I can do now to help myself. Wow. Yeah, so she had taken, I thought that was really, really yeah. great that she had taken that information mm-hmm. and she knew how to use it now. Yeah. And I bet it's a lot easier working with children. They probably learn a lot faster. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure about that because yeah. when, a, when a, anybody is in need yeah. and you show them an easier way to do something, they will catch it. Okay. Yeah. Because sense. it anything that creates more ease in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with all the spiritual knowledge that you have, where do you seek to go from here? What's your what's your mission? Well, right now, what I'm really interested in doing is developing. I've been studying uh, and recently completed some training in teaching mindfulness to teenagers, mm-hmm. and I'm really interested in developing some type of program for teenagers to help to build resilience. Okay, because there's a huge issue with um, suicide rates and yes, with teenagers is, and young youth, and 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 that's here and. It's also, unfortunately, in many Western countries. Yeah. And so it seems to me that we need to do something to help children to become more resilient. Okay. Mm. 
And so um, what are some of the things that you're doing that's involved in that? Well, I've, I'm using some of the educational kinesiology yeah. in co- combination with the mindfulness right now. I've been working with a program for um, adolescents who are actually unemployed mm. and uh, trying to learn job skills, you know, to help them to get jobs. But fortunately, the director is happy to do other things with them. Yeah. In a, in addition to okay. just teaching them how to do a CV, et cetera. Yeah, that's great. And it's been really helpful for them to yeah. learn both physical movement and the mindfulness mm. to help them to mm-hmm. just, to, yeah, just to have space in their lives. Well, it's more than just, yeah, right? Like it's physical, emotional, mm-hmm. mental. And right? spiritual. And spiritual. Yeah. And there's a deep spiritual need that's in many ways not, acknowledged yeah. on some levels in our society. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that why, why do you think there's such a high suicide rate with these teenagers? I think they're under a huge pressure yeah. today, particularly with social media and they, and maybe they feel isolated. This, the mm. sense of community has, I think has changed Yeah, um, for, for our youth today. Which seems interesting, right? They seem, it, it makes it seem more isolated yet there, it's like there's no walls, there's no boundaries. Everything is mm-hmm. just shown for everyone to see. Yeah, so but that also is challenging because children need boundaries to feel safe. Yeah. So if you don't feel safe, how do you function in the world? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Wow. Well, um, unfortunately, we're running out of time, but I want to ask you how people can find you. Um, sure. So I have a phone number. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, 925 925- <laughs> Five nine six one five six two, and you can leave a message. I will call you back uh, if I don't answer, and um, also have an email address. Yeah, M A R G A R E T U, the number one at M A C dot com. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Sakura. And I would like to thank our wonderful producer here, Eric. And also you, the listener. And remember to stick around for my Get Hip segment. You can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love From The Hip. And like me on Facebook at Love From The Hip. And follow me on Instagram at Love From The Hip. And that's HYP. And remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized on a special edition of Love From The Hip and sharing your experience later on the air, or have any questions or comments, please email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here on KKNW. And remember to make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya. On this week's Get Hip segment, I would like to discuss a recent session I had with a client. As it turns out, the client was trying to live up to all the labels and diagnoses she was given by therapists and even healers. This was creating not only self-limiting beliefs, but also attracting more of which would cause her to remain stuck in these labels. I am not trying to denounce what a therapist or healer may say is going on with you, but remember, it is happening presently and is something you can overcome and change with time, therapy, and other healing modalities. But if you get caught up in pathologizing yourself all the time, you will give yourself reason to continue this behavior. It becomes an identity that you have to live up to. Sure, diagnosis is needed for the state you are in, but then try to work through the problem and move through it. Try not to give it so much power so that it doesn't define you. If you feel like you are suffering from limits that you have created for yourself and would like to tear those down through hypnotherapy, email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429.